Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages. Thank you for tuning in today to another Nerdic episode with your host here, Nerdic Pride. <laughs> and today, um, uh, it's a weird episode today. Uh, first part, it's gonna be a little review of the Batman. I did see it. And I did not see it alone, because I would not watch this movie alone, because it's not that great. Uh, My opinion, it's just my opinion. It's not a popular one. But again, I was just really turned off by this movie for the postponement of people like the studio execs postponing films. That's a big turnoff for me, is the fact that uh, studios, like, postpone films for, I don't know, whatever reason. Like, it could be because of COVID. It could be because they want to add scenes. It could be a million things. But I feel like it was dumb to postpone it. So, yeah, it wasn't... It was a major turnoff for me. Um, just like with Morbius, I was really excited to see it in January, but they postponed it because they were going to add the Spider-Man, a Spider-Man, I don't know which one, into the cutscene or something like that, and I was like, cool, no, not cool, because it released earlier this month, and I was like, that's dumb, and just completely turned off by it, and a movie I was really excited was The Flash, I was excited to see The Flash this year. And they postpone it for next year. So I'm I'm turned off by that. I might not even watch that one at all. Um, but yeah, when studios push it back, whatever re- the reason, it, I don't care what the reasoning is. It's the fact that they push it back. Like, I'm hyped as hell. I was hyped as hell for The Flash. I was like, hell yeah. We're going to see Michael Keaton return. We get to see Ben Affleck in it, too. And the Flash, Flashpoint, yada, yada, yada. And then they're like, oh, we're postponing it for 2023. And I'm like, well, that is a boner killer. I am not excited about it anymore. That's what I think it sucks about studios doing stupid stuff like that. Um, And like Black Adam, also a big turn. I'm guessing most of DC films... Is a major turnoff for me at this point because Black Adam, The Rock just kept talking and talking, talking it up, talking it up. Yeah, it, it's coming, it's coming. I'm like, dude, you've been saying that for years. I'm completely turned off by Black Adam. I don't even care about Black Adam. Same goes with Aquaman, too. I don't like Aquaman as a character, but I do give uh, Jason Momoa props for making him more badass than he actually is. But with all this Amber Heard nonsense, I, I, I'm not a fan of Amber Heard even before her, uh, her, what is it, her trial? Guess what it is. I wasn't a fan of her even before then. I'm not a fan of her now. I don't think I'll ever will be. Um. So yeah, just not liking Aquaman 2. I won't watch it. I'm not going to watch any of her movies. So, 
there's that Amber Heard, you suck, you're a terrible human being. And that's my opinion. The rest of the world could disagree or agree. It doesn't matter to me. This is my point of view. Now on to the Batman. So, a reason I took too long to watch it because I didn't care for it. When I saw the trailer, I wasn't impressed. Most of the film wasn't impressed. The casting, I wasn't impressed. Um, but the funny, the funny story is the fact that my buddies, uh, wanted to see it and they're like, oh yeah, we could review it for our podcast. I'm like, okay, if we get the first couple of episodes of our podcast, uh, hold on a sec. That would have been the name of the podcast. Like if we get a few episodes in, I'll watch it. And I'll review it with you guys. And I'm like, okay, cool. We'll record a few. And I told them, set it in stone. And I'll watch it. I'll watch it forever. uh, For however long we keep the podcast going. Whether it's the first episode, the half half season, last episode for the season. Didn't matter. As long as I know that there's a podcast there with with us doing it. That fell through, I'm assuming. Um, if you guys are listening, I'm sorry, but yeah, I think it kind of fell through. So I watched this and I was like, oh, I'll go watch it with my beauty. She'll, she has a, she and I have this like fascination with serial killers. And then I told her like, oh, the Riddler, it's kind of like how they said the Zodiac is. And I'm like, I'll watch it because of that and I'll review it. <laughs> Why not? She was like, okay. Only if you want to. I was like, yeah. Do you want to? She was like, yeah. I'll watch it if you want to watch it. I was like, cool. So we go and watch it. First off, the length of the movie killed me. I did not like how long it was. It was two hours and 56 minutes. Close to three hour runtime. I was like, this is long and this is stupid. And, um... The... One of the things that irks me was the relationship between Alfred and Batman and Bruce Wayne. Well, I would say Batman because Bruce Wayne is hardly in the movie except for like two or three scenes. So Batman and Alfred uh, and then Bruce Wayne and Alfred, their relationship is non-existent. Like with the previous films, Alfred was more of a father figure and I guess teach their own as their own story uh creating their own universe kind of thing they would match how they would interpret their relationship but this one was just like and like whatever alfred i'm emo batman i'm vengeance and then alfred's just like okay like that's how that's how i took it like maybe the relationship should have been a little bit better than it was because there was a scene in the film that uh, the Riddler leaves a like um, device. Well, you know what? Forget it. Fudge this. I'm going to spoil it because why not? If you haven't seen it now, it's not worth looking into anyways. The Riddler sends Bruce Wayne a package and Alfred opens it. And it's a little explosive, like a little bomb. 
meant for Bruce Wayne, but Alfred opens it because Bruce Wayne's over there as Batman fighting, I think Riddler, or no, Penguin, something like that. And he's too late. Alfred blows up. Sad scene. And it would have been sadder if they had a better relationship or if they established them um, in a way that you could feel for these characters. Like with uh, Michael Caine, uh, Alfred, before him and Christian Bell Batman relationship, they were really good. Like they, even in the first movie, they established that they had a connection, a strong connection, a strong bond. And you could see it. And then when, if Alfred had gotten hurt, even in the Batman Begins, I would have been torn apart because you could see Alfred backing up Bruce and vice versa. And I was just like, okay, that one I would have cried. Like I got teary eyed when in the Dark Knight Rises and Alfred quits and Bruce Wayne's like, okay. And in that moment, I was like, Tyrion, I like, no, Alfred, don't go. He needs you. In this film, I was just like, okay, Alfred got blown up. What's next? Batman doesn't care. Bruce barely cares. He's just like, oh, give him the best. Doctor said, no, keep me posted. Then he goes off. Um, dumb. So that was one of my beefs with the film. I know it won't. It's not like um, a big issue for most people because they all want to see a Batman film and it's Batman and he was the Batman. But I still like the uh, Bruce Wayne aspect too. Like in Nolan's and even with uh, Snyderverse. They showed a fair amount of Bruce Wayne. Batman having to be Bruce Wayne. And I get that they were like, oh, he's two years in. He still hasn't figured out um, the dual identity thing. Cool. Yeah, sure. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, But at least write it in more. Like, I'm pretty sure this movie is going to come out with a special edition 17-hour DVD box set. Release the Snyder cut, blah blah blah, whatever long film. I pro- I'm not gonna buy it. I don't care. I'm not gonna waste my money. It's gonna be on HBO Max. I wasted eighteen dollars on seeing this film in theaters. It's not a bad film, but it's also not a great film to me. So it's a waste of money for me. I don't know about you, but uh, the con is. The Batmobile is dope. When I first saw the trailer, I was like, eh, pleh. When I first saw the image of it on, like, social media as the, as the, uh, like, the first released image of it, I was like, eh, looks dope. But when I saw it in theaters, I was like, that Batmobile is friggin' dope. (laughs) Tell you that right now. So I was like excited. I did was very much excited about that. Another pro was now I haven't shared my pros and cons list with my friends because well I still think a part of me, even though I said 
it's probably dead in the water. Part of me still thinks we're going to do this podcast. So I'm keeping them in the dark about my pros. I'm just telling them it's a bad film in general. But on pro for this movie, apart from the Batmobile, is Batman and Jim Gordon's relationship. Now that was really cool. I did like that. I like how um, it's two years in and Gordon already trusts him completely because what he's doing. He's arresting bad guys and throwing them in a jail. Yada, yada, yada. So I did like that back and forth. And I did like how he, like, tells the chief, like, hey, give me a minute. And I'll get him to cooperate. He's like, all right. Because after this part, they're like, they have Batman in a um, interrogation cell kind of thing. And um, they're thinking, this freak is probably... Uh, working with the Riddler, yada, yada, yada. And then Batman, like, they want to take off his mask. And one cop actually reaches for it and he goes, he, like, assaults them. And then the the chief's like, we could arrest you for assaulting two officers. And he's like, it was three. And then he punches him. I think, I think he punches him or another cop. I just know he said it was three. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry about the language. And then... Jim Gordon is like, oh, yeah, you don't cooperate, blah, blah, blah. He's like, hey, uh, you can't trust these. They're talking in a whisper, like, you can't trust these people. We got to get you out of here. And Batman's like, how? He's like, there's key. He punched me in the face. And then go out the back, go up on the stairs and fly out the roof. And Batman's like, okay. And then he, like, pops him in the face, takes the key and escapes. And I'm like, okay. I can see Jim Gordon doing that in the comics. That's cool. I do like Jeffrey Wright. He's, I do enjoy his, uh, I do enjoy him. Like, I loved him in the James Bond films. And I know I've seen him in somewhere else, but right now James Bond is the only thing popping in my head. And so I was like, yeah, cool. He's a good actor. So he's a plus in this film. Now, I assumed the Riddler would be more involved in the movie, but he's just, like, in a few scenes. Creepy as hell. I like that. But a few scenes wasn't enough uh, for me. And so I was like, okay, cool. Not bad, not bad. He has that really creepy vibe and all that stuff. But uh, I think he won, sort of. But... He, this kid has a creepy, just a creepy vibe about him, which is really good. Because he was also in the movie uh, Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. He did really well. He was also a creepy, uh, I want to say murderer or something. He was just a creepy villain in there too. And he gave off the same vibe, so... He was also terrifically casted. Um, Selena Kyle, I feel like, shouldn't have been in the movie. Like, it would have been better if she wasn't in it. But, it's their choice. Dealer's choice. She, Zoe Kravitz, did good as, uh, as Selena Kyle. Uh, can't say much other than that. Like, I mean, eh, 
like an average one. I guess average performance, average character, just average in general. Like she fit the bill, I guess. But <laughs> that's all I could say. Um, Cobblepot was good. Uh, I for, for, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now, but I know who he is, and they're all that prosthetic. His name. He was the villain in the Daredevil movie. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell did a good job. Uh, all, almost unrecognizable, but did a good job nonetheless. <clears throat> I really wish they had more um, between uh, Alfred and Batman because I would have loved to have seen Andy Serkis perform very like longer scenes than he was in the film like i would have loved to see him his alfred uh expanded with not just being in there for like a few minutes um pattinson eh, i couldn't buy him as batman bruce wayne possibly i i would have much rather have him being like a dick grayson dick grayson batman but not bruce wayne batman because there's two different, like, when you see them in comics, you could tell they're very different when they're both doing the crime-fighting Cape Crusader. Bruce Wayne's like a big a freight train kind of a fighter, like, brawler. And you see this in this film. But I feel like with Pattinson's slimmer figure, he would have been better as Nightwing or... Or uh, the Robin, like the Robin Batman, like Grayson Batman. Like he more aerodynamic, acrobatic style of fighting. That's what I would have seen him better as. But they picked him as Batman. Bruce Wayne Batman. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. It feels weird when I saw him. Also, I thought... The noir, when I was talking to my friends, uh, him and his wife were saying that it was a noir picture. It It is. I feel the noir style in it. But he was saying, like, yeah, they do, like, uh, most noir films. Like, they had the journal, like, war, uh, journal entry, yada, 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 today, blah, blah, blah. Like, Rorschach and Watchmen. But the difference is, Rorsch- it worked well with Rorschach. I don't know why. I don't know if it was because uh, Jackie Earl, Haley Earl, I forget his name. It's like something like that. Rorschach did it well. The actor who portrayed Rorschach did it well, perfectly. It suited right for him. When he did it, I don't know if it was because um, all the previous Batman films, like they don't do this. But having him do the voiceover for the journal entry was kind of ridiculous to me. When they were telling me about it the first time, I was like, okay, that's cool. That sounds cool. I can't wait to see that. It it might work. It's something awesome. I'm hoping it's something awesome. But listening listening to it and watching it is just like, it felt dumb to me. It was a neat idea. Not trashing that idea. But it was just felt 
pointless to me. So that was another score in the con section. Um, set the music. Having heard it before through the TikToks and everything, and my buddy Contra always playing it. <laughs> um, it was interesting. Like, having it, playing it before, and then listening to the movie kind of ruined it a little bit because of the all the TikToks. Uh, kind of ruined the music a little bit. Uh, but it was a decent track, I guess. Like, I'm not a big DC music buff. It's just like, eh, what's, what's next kind of thing. Um... What else was there? A lot of talk about the Riddler's plan. Plan, blah, blah, blah. cannot talk. The Riddler's plan was awesome. I will say that the end of the film, his plan went off without a hitch, and I did love the bit where he's like, "I uh, in there," and he like hints. I do love this part where they hint that he knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. <gasps> He's like, Bruce Wayne. And Batman's just like staring at him, like still in the shadow. But he thinks Riddler knows who he is because on the, his wall when they capture him, it's like Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, Batman. Like it, they insinuate that he knows who Batman is. So when Batman shows up in Arkham, he keeps saying, Bruce Wayne. And then he tells him, like, yeah, Thomas Wayne and Bruce Wayne are in on it. Not like you and I. And then Batman's like, oh, this idiot doesn't know who I am after all. So he gets closer and then tells him, like, what's your plan? And he's like, no. 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 And he throws, like, a little... Hissy fit. And he tells him, you're not as smart as I thought you were. And then he goes, dude, what is happening? Well, that was Christian Bill, not Pattinson. So he goes off. His plan goes out with a hitch. Um, He does a flood. A flood hits Gotham and Batman's like trying to save people. And then um, he's fighting all of Riddler's... Uh, Followers, because he's a you not a YouTube a viral podcaster, and so he's like, "Oh, I gotta fight all these people," and all the people are like fighting too. They're like taking shots at the governor or mayor, or whoever she is, and yeah. So his plan goes off without a hitch. He damages Gotham, and then they're like rebuilding, but. He also loses because no one's talking about how he did it. They're talking about how Batman is trying to save all these people in the daylight. And they're like, oh, the hero. And then he's like, no, 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 because I'm going to get forgotten. No. And then you hear a voice in the background telling him that they think he's a clown. But... It turns out to be uh, 
I don't know, Barry, I can't even pronounce his last name. Barry K. We'll call him Barry K. He's in the cell next to him. He's like, maybe we should tame together. They're both laughing like maniacs at that point. It's insinuated that that's the Joker. And there's been a deleted scene released where it is the Joker. And he does his own Heath Ledger slash Cameron Mahoganen impersonation thrown together. And his laugh like really creepy. And he has a creepy grin. Um... Which I read somewhere that the director was like, oh yeah, we did it to make it look like the original character he's based off from Hugo Victor Hugo's or Hugo Victor. The man who laughs. The inspiration to the Joker because it was a film made somewhere way back in the 1920s, 30s, 40s. Bob Kane watched it and he was like, oh, that's a good... That's a good design for a villain. So they took the guy's Joker ask because he had that creepy smile. Because in the story, man can't stop smiling because he was born. Well, he wasn't born with a. Yes, I don't remember if he was born. I'm just barely reading the book, but the man who laughs by Victor Hugo or Hugo Victor. I Vice versa, I don't know. But he has a permanent grin on his face. And his hair is slicked back. And he has that nose. And when Bob Kane saw that, he was like, that's the next Batman villain. And sure enough, he, a few issues later, early Batman, they see a man with a grin. Green hair slicked back pointy nose pops up in your television screen screen predicting the death of countless rich people sounds familiar so I, I'm assuming they took some of Joker's stuff and thrown it in with this Riddler but in the comics the tech detective comics the Joker predicted their death but he killed them using like his iconic laughing gas which leaves a permanent grin as you laugh yourself to death but on a lighter note I'm curious to see how he does his performance and if they do a sequel but I will not pay to see it I'll probably wait until it comes out on HBO Max probably but the movie was alright cast uh, alright wish they had more of the supporting characters development maybe in the sequel maybe not we'll see I found this movie to be long dreadful not as exciting as I hoped like people put it on a pedestal and I went in because I did not want to watch it I went in clear minded open minded still wasn't impressed not as Superman would say in that lousy Justice League movie I wasn't impressed not impressed but alas everyone has their own Batman yada 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 but 
maybe he'll be better next next time. Maybe they'll explore Bruce Wayne more. Maybe Alfred won't get blown to bits and supposed to make me feel bad. We'll see. But I'm hoping the villain's not the Joker in the next one. Like, I want to see Kite Man. Let's have Kite Man fight Batman. The Battle of the Ages. Dawn of the Kite. Alrighty, folks. With that being said, I was going to do this as a half episode of Batman, a half episode of something else. But Batman took all episodes. So next week I'll have a uh, review of Punisher issue 2. Ooh, that's going to be good. Or uh, Hot Wheels. Speed Fast. I guess that's commercial. I don't know. Till next time. Thank you for listening. I am Nerdic Pride and I wish you a good morning, a good evening, good afternoon, depending on the time you are listening to this. Thank you. And I hope you enjoyed the show.